On tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk, meeting Kathy from Rock Your Retirement, and we spoil Avengers Endgame and Game of Thrones Episode 3. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. We have finally gotten out of the house and did something. <laughs> we did, didn't we? We went somewhere. <laughs> and we met people. Yeah. <laughs> Well, one thing, we've been having technical difficulties with the website. Oh, okay. Okay. So, for anybody that's had trouble downloading, I apologize. For some reason, it's one of these technical things where, I don't know, it just stops working for no damn reason. And how do you know it's not working anymore? You just have to periodically check it, don't you? That's exactly right. That is really incredibly frustrating. Apparently, anybody that's in computer technology will just die of my description here but i don't know how else to describe it from a lay person's perspective <laughs> basically you have your website has these things called plugins and each plugin does a certain thing for your website like one plugin might be the the screen uh-huh. or the theme and one plugin might be that's what lets you play the episode and one plugin will be that's what lets you share to twitter and one plugin it's blah, blah, like blah. the blocks, the Lego blocks that you build the playground with. Perfect. Well, for whatever reason, all those plugins, for no reason, just shut off. Quit working. Yeah. And there's a screen that you can uh-huh. see when I go into the the website through the administration page. Uh-huh. You see a list of those plugins. And instead of saying active, they all say deactive. We got attacked, didn't I we? I don't know. It, who knows? It's it's just crazy. I mean, I can go in there and just hit a button, and they all activate, and it works. But you can't do that forever. Why is it doing that? Wow. I don't know. That's I, weird. I've got our IT guy looking at it, but it's just one of those weird... I don't know. I hate to be an old curmudgeon, but I'm almost a lot with some of this technology. Like, why don't we just slow down and get the shit to work <laughs> that we got first? Before we reach out to smell a vision. <laughs> yeah, right? Before we have, you know, refrigerators that 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 are connected to the Internet. Why, how about we just slow down and fix shit now and get everything working uh-huh. <laughs> and then do something else, Right. You know, we're just galloping over the cliff headlong right now with technology. Like there is no bounds. Like you, we were talk, we were talking about the Chinese babies that are immune to AIDS. Like, like there are no bounds. People will do something with anything that is developed. You have to I guess. accept a level of that. And, and I guess. You know, as thinking this through, that I mean, that creates a whole world of new careers of people fixing stuff, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, yeah. just like when your HVAC goes down, you got to have repair people. So I guess every single thing that can go wrong, there's somebody out there that knows how to fix it, right? Yeah, I think I think we have more access to them now precisely because of all the technology. You know, you're, you're talking about your IT guy. He's probably, what, out west somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, never used to be you had to find somebody in your town now it's you find somebody that does what you need done wherever they're at that's kind of neat yeah but it's also kind of weird never meeting these people face to face you know what i mean i think that's weird eh. you don't think that's weird you know in my previous job i did a lot of work with people that i got to know very well on the phone because we worked together every day but never met in face-to-face. Like, there were a lot of customers that I talked to all the time that I never met face-to-face. I, that's weird, but I got used to it. I guess, and that's just what, what you have to do. It just seems, I don't know, it just seems weird. I don't know how else to say it. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I, as an introvert, I like it. <laughs> Well, and maybe that's the um, maybe that's the that's the knock on it. Our guys, Mike Mochi Mochaney, M U L C A H Y. I'd have to Macaulay, Mike Macaulay, Macaulay, Mike Macaulay. Okay, so there you go, Mike. 
Fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he does a great job. He's with uh, Podcast Designs. So, I mean, he specializes in websites specifically tailor-made for podcasts. That's, isn't that strange that that's a specific category that uh, there no. can be a whole company dedicated to? Right. And just to go ahead and, and, and plug some for him. Yeah, he's at, it's at podcastdesigns.com is the website. They, they can do a lot. He can, yeah. They can design your everything from your logo to, you know, they can get it going. So if he can't do it, nobody can. But, um, but yeah, so that's what we've been going through a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. But then the other thing, we just haven't been out of the house that much. Well, no, weather kind of, I think, shut us in a little bit. We got used to staying home. <laughs> we got real spoiled. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like we, I, like we've been kind of boring lately, frankly, as far as podcast stuff goes. I mean, we could have a podcast of us petting the cat or well, that could be hilarious. Walking around if, the house, if the brush is involved. <laughs> we will get a, we'll get we will get that sometime. But we did get out of the house to go to Lexington and meet uh-huh. somebody. Yes, yes, and that was nice. Yes, Miss Kathy Klein. Kathy Klein and her husband Les, Les uh, met us in. Lexington uh, after after we had been to the horse races and they were traveling through uh, on house sitting yeah. jobs of all things how interesting Kathy has been a guest on the show and she has a podcast rock your retirement yes which is good if, if you're you know if you're in that category of well if, if you're even thinking about retirement um she covers a lot. She does. Just, She's a very intelligent, dynamic lady. Yeah. Her and her husband both. Like, they do multiple, I don't know, they're go-getters or whatever the <laughs> word for it is when you're older. When you're younger, you call it go-getter. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you're, you're our age. Uh. <laughs> How about adventurous? They're yeah. adventurous. Yes. This house-sitting thing is a pretty good deal. Yeah. I'm... I don't remember her website she told us, but I'm sure if you got in touch with Kathy Klein, she could tell you. Yes. But, yeah. but tell them the deal here with that, basically. Um, they're, they're on, like, lists uh, with a, a company, I guess, that you put yeah. me on the spot here. I'm like, I don't ever remember all the details of this. Well, but, we'll um, piece it together, both of us. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but they're on a list of like certified house sitters is what I, I get. And they right. can like apply to different places that they want to go. Right. And when, you know, somebody needs a house sitter because they're going to be gone for a month and somebody needs to feed the cats and take the dogs for a walk, they can, you know, find somebody that fits that need. And the house sitters get to come in and live there for free. Yeah. For yeah. a week or two or a month or whatever, yeah. however long you're house sitting. Yeah. And we're talking places like London, Paris, all over the world. Well, and all over the United States, too. I mean, and, you, yeah. and you get to go stay in someone's house or apartment. You get to be a local for right. a it's while. Like, it's like getting a free Airbnb. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It sounds pretty cool, and and it didn't but, sound like she had any traumatic experiences with it. So they were coming from somewhere they had just house sat in um, South Carolina. South Carolina. And yeah. we're going to Chicago. Yes. So they stopped in Kentucky on the way. So there you go. We met somebody. We would have never met them. Uh, if it wasn't for podcast, If it wasn't land. for this show. Yes. So yes. good for us for doing something a little. And good for them. I mean, I, that, I thought it was inspirational. And as a matter of fact, on the way back, do you remember talking about uh, like trying to house sit on a, a, a houseboat or something? Yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> I don't want to live on one forever, but a month sounds good. Maybe find a yacht somewhere to house sit. Like, <laughs> maybe we could do that Wolf of Wall Street right. style. Find his old boat yeah right <laughs> somebody's gotta sit for it babysit it um okay why uh, not <laughs> i think it's a great gig i do too I, I do too and it sounds like they're having a real good time doing that it's a great way to see yeah. multiple places it's a great gig yeah and how nice were they i know right Great. yeah yeah as, as nice in person you know podcasts I don't want to say you're fake, but you do put your best face forward, you know, sure. unless you're 
intentionally argumentative on your podcast. Right. I'm, I'm saying in ge- I'm generalizing. Yeah. And and to get to me, it's like they are so genuine, such nice people. We so. sit around and talk for probably two or three hours. Yeah, we. I think the restaurant was <laughs> ready to throw us out. Maybe three or four hours. Yeah. It was, it was just a good. It, it's uh, a good vibe. Yeah. Like, I thought. I think they. They see things in a, very similar to the way we see things. Like I, life well, sure. is yeah. is full for them, and yeah, and I think that's why I think that's why she ended up to begin with, you know, listening to our show somehow. Yeah, and yeah, yeah y'all two definitely clicked. You were the more conservative. <laughs> well, it was no, a I, it was just a long, good conversation. We're the children, you and Les were. We're think? the hippie children. <laughs> Well, I suppose in uh, yeah, in general, I'm more conservative, I suppose, and you're more liberal on certain things, and just like everything else in life, can't be a hundred percent. Viva la différence! Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So I loved uh, meeting them, and yeah. I guess it's just a good positive reinforcement for anybody to try something new. If yeah. you ever thought about doing something, I don't care if it's a podcast, I don't care if it's a new hobby. House sitting. Something. I mean, <laughs> if you do something, good things will probably happen. Interesting things. You have some, you have adventures, right? Yeah. If you're worried about making a fool of yourself, you're never going to start anything. You're never going to have any fun. Right. Sometimes you've just got to take a leap and try it. And it was tri- and it is kind of trippy because you know she listens to these shows. So she knows a lot about us in general. Because we're crazy, we're crazy, and we say everything on here. <laughs> but we don't, you know, we listen to her show, but we don't know as much because hers is more targeted retirement. Yeah, so it was it was weird when we bring up some. Oh yeah, I remember when you know when Chairman Meow did this or this or this or <laughs> like how do you know? Oh yeah, that's how you know. <laughs> yeah, because we air our laundry. <laughs> so I thought it was very fun and. uh good for them yeah and good for anybody that does stuff like that right yes so uh yeah so that was fun yes and her website rockyourretirement.com yeah and uh, her podcast yeah definitely check it out second plug which is good <laughs> hey we have, we're reinforcing uh, you know what we have friends and that have helped us and so there you Absolutely. go if you're looking for somebody to help you with your podcast you got somebody and if you're looking for retirement or just a new show entertaining yep. and intelligent yeah. Lady. No, there's our train. And here's Chairman <laughs> Meow. Hey. We're getting it on all sides. Hey there, Chairman. <laughs> all right. We went to see some movies. That's well, another thing. We finally had some stuff to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a good weekend to be a nerd, wasn't it? No kidding. You think Hillbilly Nerd Talk, you can't get any more nerdy than this weekend, right? No. No. Um, it, it was definitely a, a free-for-all. We went and saw... Avengers Endgame, Perfect. and then camped on the couch for Game of Thrones <laughs> episode three. Let me tell so, you. spoilers from here on out. We're going to talk about these two things, and we might spoil it. Yeah, there you go. Yes, <laughs> I assume surely somebody that's that's listening to this, they'll see the the title and know we're going to yeah. be talking about that. But you're right, just in case. In, in case somebody just automatically downloaded it, I, yeah, there's gonna be, your warning. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to be talking about it. So, Avengers Endgame. First yeah. of all, you have to be, like, you got to prepare for this shit. First yeah, of all. you need to start stretching your bladder, like, a week in advance. <laughs> yes, maybe a catheter might be appropriate. Because yeah. by the time you get there, you know, they show you any more, literally 20 minutes of, of commercials, advertisings, yeah. and um, previews, right? Yeah. Yeah. So so right off the bat, you got to get there a half hour early. Get up there, fat cat. This is great, isn't it? What is she trying to do? I don't know. She's trying to get her nerve up to. Oh, kitty, come here. Get the, the front of the chair. It's so much easier. The armrest will not kill you. Here. You get can there, do goofball. it. Uh, oh well <laughs> anyway so you gotta get there at least 30 well you get there you got 30 minutes of advertising yeah, commercial yeah, blah blah yep, blah yep then the movie is three hours yeah that was a long honking movie <laughs> and there were times where i i found myself going hurry up hurry up i need to pee <laughs> so yeah so at a minimum by the time you 
get in your car, drive the movie, get there a little early maybe to get yeah. some popcorn, whatever. You're in it for four hours. Oh, yeah. This is a long day movie. <laughs> it is an all day. Plan your whole afternoon for four hours, right? Uh-huh. All right. So there's that. Oh, yes. Now, what did you think about this? We don't have to go through the entire plot. No, 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 no. no. For goodness sake. All right. It, it was a whole lot of fan service. And for that, I'm grateful because I am a fan. I thought it wrapped a lot of things up like it was supposed to do. But I definitely liked the last one better. It was just a better movie. Yeah, what was that one? It was just Endgame Part 1? No, um, what was it? Um, Avengers Infinity War. Infinity War, yeah. There we go. Blank. I just drew the biggest blank. But yeah, Infinity War. It just made more sense, frankly. I felt like I understood Endgame well enough, you know, following along. Mm. But I thought if you plot lines were a little unnecessary and they just drug on too long. It was almost like they were trying to fill up three hours. That's kind of what I yeah, felt like. In in game you mean. Yeah, in in game. And Infinity War they they were definitely getting to a point and pulling all of those threads together and then then in game just turns everything upside down and the you know this after the snap and then there's like a five year gap or something. I couldn't I couldn't swallow that. That was the weird thing for me. Well, and it takes about an hour of the movie for this five year I don't know, they drive the point home about how sad it is that half people are gone and yeah. and all this and Hello. Well they did so I thought But that oddly part- I didn't feel it. I thought you just said it drug on. Well, it drug on, but th- like they're trying to prove the point how sad it is. Right. But it didn't like it. It was sad from, you know, the, the snap at the end of Infinity War. Like I had that going into it. Quit beating me over the head with it. Can we get going? <laughs> yeah. Like I was very impatient. <laughs> no, right, I got you. Well. You know, we've talked about this psychological phenomenon from cults or anything else. And I think it applies to these movies a lot. By the end of it, you have to really screw it up bad for people in general not to like it. Yeah. They've got too much invested unless it's just a dog of an ending. Yeah. Yeah. People are going to love it because they have to love it. I agree. There's 20. What they say? There's 22 movies. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 22 movies leading up to this. Yeah, and this one was not the best one, is what I will say. It was it was a good movie. I have a positive impression of it. I liked how things ended, but it could have been better I'll if it say, had been slimmer. i say it was just okay. I mean, it was... I, well, I'd give it a seven. Nah, I'd give it maybe a six. Okay. Five or six. Wow. Wow. I feel bad because you were way into... I was super excited for it. I know. I feel bad. <laughs> well, it is what it is. It just didn't, to me, all the things you just said. One, it's just too damn long. And the other thing, there's, and maybe it's just impossible, but there's so many characters. Uh-huh. My gosh. The the amount of stars in this movie, A-list stars, uh-huh. there's literally 20 or 30. Yeah. Everybody from Gwyneth Paltrow to everybody. Yeah. Hell, Robert Redford, even them. Those yeah. those characters from these old movies, you forget, oh, yeah, I forgot he's in it. They're all in it. <laughs> from, from <ten laughs> and they all get ago. their screen time is, is the thing. To me, they could have made a great two-hour movie. They could have cut a third of the... Like, there were some explanations and, and things that I think they could have just skimmed over so much faster and just whoom, got to it. Like, really made a focused movie. Right. And been great. But this, I, I'm just, I'm going to call it fan service and everybody got the the screen time and the the laurels and the... Right. Well, <laughs> and... I've got a list of some of the my little negatives. Oh, okay. Ooh, first all of all, right. the po- first of all, the positives. You're right. I mean, it, there's a lot of stars and a lot of 
I mean, you're going to watch it, and you're going to yeah. halfway like it. If you've watched the other 22 movies, you're not all of a sudden going to be like, this is the well, worst I'm thing I've this. ever seen. <laughs> so, first of all, there's that. Yeah. So, you do see, you see a giant battle with all of them in one battle. That yeah. part's kind of cool. Yeah. In a yeah. way. Yeah. So, yeah. But here's some of my, first of all, I said, like I said, there's too many characters. There's uh-huh. are. That's a negative also. It's a positive and a negative. It's three hours long. That is just insane. I hate it when they make, when they change their own rules too often. Okay. I hate that when movies do that. How they rule change. On this you. damn Infinity Stone uh-huh. that, that the whole point of all these movies have mm-hmm. been nobody can hold this. Nobody can hold these stones. Mm-hmm. The one dude, even back from Captain America, when he held it, now mm-hmm. he's the guardian of the soul stone. Mm-hmm. The uh, red skull dude. Well, the two characters that touched it, one was the Incredible Hulk, who's like some kind of super being that beats up gods. And it screwed his arm up. He had a, like a Didn't almost all, a prosthetic arm. and then they all get and touch stones at one time or another i know for a fact a hawkeye is oh. is laying there holding that soul stone and other people you're right it's just a, oh, it, i was it, focusing it, on the gauntlet anyway huh i don't like it when all of a sudden plot points become eh, well whatever let's just pick up these stones and stick them in our pocket like marbles and carry them around now it's no good big point deal. good point so I mean, they make such a big deal of that. Like, you have to be a titan, uh-huh. and only certain people in the whole universe yeah. can hold these. Yeah. And, and remember the very first of Endgame when, uh, is that the one? What's the one before this? Infinity War. Yeah. Well, anyway, the one that I liked, the good uh-huh. one, where the, the very first of it, he's like, only one being has ever been able to hold one, nay, two Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In his gauntlet, even. Yeah, yeah. So even if you have a gauntlet, apparently yeah. you're not even supposed to be able to do that. Well, and it's funny because the gauntlet, the Incredible Hulk wielded it, and it did mess up his arm, and, and someone else did, and Oh, you can spoil it. Everybody him. knows. Yeah. Yeah. Iron Man died. <laughs> right. I don't know. But then I get it. It's a comic book, so you're supposed to let some leeway happen, yeah, I, I suppose. Yeah. But, I missed that, though. That's pretty big. But I don't know. And the other thing is, this last movie, they had to go to this special place to get this gauntlet, because it uh-huh. had to be made by basically a almost a an assistant to the gods uh-huh. workshop, uh-huh. metal shop. Remember, what's that guy's name? Tyrion Lannister was the guy running yeah, it. I don't remember the, the but you know what I'm dwarf talking name. About. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but so, Thor had the whole thing where he had to restart it and everything. That was the big side plot in Infinity War. Yeah. Okay. Well, here in this one, okay, Tony Stark just makes a gauntlet on Earth out of his, stuff of his stuff metal. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm gonna guess <laughs> of all the universe. Okay. All right. All right. My brain kind of filled that in <laughs> that it was that vibranium metal that they've only got in Wakanda. And that's, they didn't say that. I know, but <laughs> well, that, that would be sense. the obvious thing, though. Well, I mean, because, like, he's walking around with Captain America's vibranium shield. Well, So he has access to it. Well, he can make should, it with Well, that. they should have consulted you, because that would have been a good little line to throw in there. Like, where'd you get your gauntlet? Oh, I have some friends in Wakanda help me out. Boom. Keep on going. <laughs> Something. Who knows? It may be on the cutting room floor because it would have been four hours if they had explained it. <laughs> um, I suppose. Oh, I don't know. What else? What else? Well, one thing for here's a weird one, which I don't mind cussing, of course. But why they wait till this movie to throw in a couple of uh, GDs in this movie for no apparent reason? It's in at least twice they are cussing, saying, God damn it. I think because <laughs> and that's fine. That's funny. It's awful. But I think I think that like that even the TV code they can use that because <laughs> it just seemed like yeah anti of all the other twenty two movies. I don't yeah. remember anybody saying anything like that. Yeah, you might have had a hell a damn once in a oh, while. Wow. I, I I just thought it's weird. It is. It is. Yeah. All right. Here's another thing that got on my nerves. This whole gag get, ha, gag comedy line with Fat Thor. 
was annoying as hell. Did you like that? Did it amuse you in any way? No, it didn't. As a matter of fact, like, the poor guy has PTSD, obviously. I mean, he's really... And then to make fun of him and stuff, it was kind of brutal, I thought. I don't know. Uh, it was weird. It uh, was weird and unnecessary. There, maybe th- maybe it's referencing a comic. Maybe there was some... <laughs> I don't know. I, I get it. I, I get it. They're trying to do some comic relief. Um, and again, for anybody, surely have seen this we've said it a million times we're going to talk about spoilers but yeah yeah thor gets fat after he like you said ptsd failed so he lays around and drinks beer and gets fat yeah plays video games with his buddies from the uh gladiator planet i forget where that one what what the name of it was but yeah it's it's and it's a gag. a gag but then you feel bad for laughing at it i think that is a joke fail well, and they also, that gag, they did that in the last movie with Star-Lord. Remember? Mm-hmm. That was a whole thing about that. And it was a funny thing in Star-Lord because mm-hmm. they were joking about, you know, the deal. Um, him, uh, him, said, being compared uh, to, um, him being compared to Thor when they picked up Thor off the ship. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, and he looks like a pirate angel. And yeah. And like, you look fat, you know. No, he said he was one sandwich away from being fat. Whatever. And the point is, he's that's the gag. Yeah, right? yeah. And it is a weird kind of fat shaming thing. And we'll pick up some dumbbells. Can you eat those? You know you can't eat those, right? <laughs> Rocket says to him, I think. <laughs> Rocket. I love Rocket. <laughs> well, you know, well, so it, that gag played itself out in the last film. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. In this film, same gag. I just, I don't too know. Too far. Too far. Too far, too long. The yeah. whole damn, like, that's how they made Thor. In this movie, Thor's fat. He's fat, overweight, and, and alcoholic. Yeah, he's really pitiful in, in a lot of ways. He does kind of start getting his shit together. and At, and, the, at the end, yeah. he's kind of helpful. Yeah. Um, here's another character that is totally uncharacteristic of their character anywhere. Uh-huh. The Hulk. The Hulk does nothing as far as anything that can contribute to this movie. He might as well just be Bruce Banner. I mean, all he does is contribute some intellect, and I suppose mm-hmm. he does mm-hmm. hold that damn gauntlet. Mm-hmm. I guess he does do that. Uh, so he does. All right, I'll take that back. He does one thing, but he doesn't do any smashing, beating up bad guys. Nothing that I enjoy personally watching mm-hmm. the Hulk do. Well, do you think that was out of character for? The they Hulk? explained it um, that he'd been. Gamma treating himself to be able to do that. So I just kind of went with it. And we saw things, um, you know, videos that explained that there was a whole cartoon or comic book tangent called Professor, Professor Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. So I guess that's where they're going for if you like that. But I just thought it was just uncharacteristic. Yeah, because he was dumb. like super chatty as as this professor hulk and and i mean okay i mean it's a choice it's an artistic choice i don't know there were there's just lots of people out of step to me like i said you got fat thor Uh you got hulk that doesn't smash or do anything you got people that could now hold infinity stones when Uh the whole uh, everything the last 22 movies have been based on that you can't do that yeah i don't know it just all convoluted into a mess to me <laughs> uh, it, it just did ah oh. the plot was hard to follow we we know there we knew there'd be time travel somehow yeah and they go out of their way to try to say okay it's not like back to the future we're not going to do that uh-huh. you can't just go back and then that changes this they try to explain that and yeah. and then that one girl even kills herself and yeah. doesn't do anything to her now they they sort of explain that okay you can you can kill yourself in the past. That doesn't matter. Gamora, or not Gamora, the other chick. Black Widow? No, what's Gamora's sister's name? Nebula. Nebula. Uh-huh. Nebula kills herself. Well, Nebula's half robot anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and honestly, right. that I just, I don't know. I'm used to uh, timeline plots where people from different timelines and stuff like that can assume... Like right, a, a, 
their other self's place in, in a different timeline. So I don't know. That's kind of not unheard of in science fiction. Well, they kind of explained that. Yeah. But it, it's just different to try to wrap your head around it. Okay. I, I like the 70s stuff. Yeah, I did too. Them I going did back too. in time to um, the 70s for a little while. That was pretty neat. Um, there were a lot of positive things. But I think they could have trimmed it up and made it just go a little bit faster and everybody would be happier with it. Yeah. I think everybody would be happier if it was faster. So your main thing is just make it a little tighter time-wise. Yeah. All these things I've mentioned, that doesn't bother you. The only thing, everybody holding the, the Infinity Stones, I didn't, I didn't even realize that. Or the Gauntlet. Yeah. The gauntlet I was okay with. They they treated that, I guess, the way it should be. But you're absolutely right. Like, Hawkeye woke up with the, the soul stone. I kind of yeah, whatever. put it that he earned it. <laughs> okay. You know, I filled that blank in. I, I'm good at filling in blanks, okay? <laughs> Hawkeye is really a titan of the universe. That's well, the... I... <laughs> It it wouldn't have been available if he couldn't hold it. I just figured there was some magic that was allowing for that. Right. But the other ones, like, it's not like, I mean, they just, like, broke in and stole them. So, right. yeah, that's, I'm okay. I'm okay with that being a, a, a big criticism. Okay. And I liked, again, there's some parts I liked. I, I, I'm, I'm staying with my six. There's the more, not, more I like than didn't like. I like the ending with Captain America, mm-hmm. like the whole final countdown kind of ending. Yeah. That, that movie, kind of a callback to that, even though yeah. they weren't trying to, but I like that old movie. So. <laughs> so the Captain America, I like that. You know, I liked it that uh, that Tony Stark died. That was all right. Yeah. It had its moments. I expected to see more of Captain Marvel. I was disappointed in that black widow died um that traumatized me i didn't like that i like to see some people dying would have been nice to see some more people dying actually but Um, they did okay they did okay with i guess people that contracts are ending and things i I don't know i'm sure that played a big role oh yeah well they're gonna find gamora that's the whole next guardians of the galaxy yeah she may be gone now but she's coming back yeah i I i think her and nebula well they did that weird tom cross thing yeah so bad past nebula's dead new improved nice nebula she's still around she's around and (laughs) bad gamora is running around (laughs) yeah is that that the one running around yeah is bad bad gamora (laughs) so they're going to convince her now who knows? Who knows? It should be interesting. It should be. I do enjoy the Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that is a, a fun yes. Marvel part of their franchise. And I genuinely like Thor. Like, I loved Ragnarok. That might be my favorite of all the Marvel movies. They've done a good job with them all. Yeah. It's an yeah. epic, tw- like I keep saying, 22 movies. Maybe this makes it 23 I mean, that's never been taken on before. It's amazing. I they did it. I the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, some movies are better than others. I mean, you're not going to make 23 stellar, unbelievable movies, all 23 they made, of them. They were all blockbusters. That, I mean, they were all good, yeah. watchable movies, no doubt about it. Yeah. They, I, I think they were all very successful, you know, blockbusters. I, and, I, I, again, I probably would give it a, a, a solid seven, seven and a half. It, it's not unenjoyable i think it will be more fun watching it in on repeat at home where you can pause it and do what you know get a snack and goof off yeah and, maybe and follow the plot line a little more like say okay now where do they come from how do they do that yeah yeah i think that it will be on the fly. watchable in yeah. the future yeah and maybe yeah but I applaud the whole thing overall even though this may be one of my favorite was not my favorite movie of all of them and it would have been nice if it had been mm-hmm. my favorite because it's the final one. But it just didn't work out that way. But it was a decent ending to the series. But they had to end it somehow. Yeah. I get yeah. it. All right. So on to another, not really ending because we're still in the middle of I it. Know. But um Episode three. Of Game of Thrones. The Long Night. Oh, my gosh. I, I was just losing my, my mind all weekend, wasn't I? So there's still four episodes left. Three. 
There's only three left now. Six episodes. There's three left. Uh, so we're halfway through. Yep. And the reason we're talking about this, I thought about waiting until the end, but this is kind of like. Each ha- episode is going to be a, a big ending, I think. And this is kind of like halftime. Yeah. Like uh, this, is, yeah. this is the halftime score of this ball game we're watching. Yes. So, uh, yeah, is that what this episode was called? The Long Night? Yeah. And again, we're talking spoilers, so yeah. you're in the Game of Thrones for some reason, haven't seen Walk it. out. You don't want to hear the rest of this until you see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, what'd you think? I was doing cartwheels on this episode. <laughs> I loved it. But, but I've oh, listened but. to some criticisms All of right. it, and right. I Let's, can respect some of right. that. Yes. Let's hear some Not criticisms. that many people died. <laughs> That's the criticism? Yeah. You know, I follow on Twitter their hashtag Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. And that's a little bit of what I have, too. That one, seems to be be the big pout. And one thing I told you before this season started is if this all ends all hunky-dory with everybody, I'm just then I am going to be disappointed. I don't think it will. Because this whole show is predicated on... Main characters dying, yeah, and that being why people get into this so much because it is unpredictable. If Jon Snow and Dragon Lady end up on the throne, and everybody else, and all five or ten main characters live, it's just going to be a bullshit. It's going to be this whole. I'll agree was, with you. Was a sellout. I'll agree with you. I'll agree with you. I don't think there's any way in hell that's going to happen. I hope not. And I've I've got a. A prediction I'm willing to talk about. Okay. It's not a spoiler. Watch the preview for next week's um, episode. Yeah. Daenerys is getting to be crazy bossy. Daenerys. I think. Dragon Lady? Dragon Lady. Yeah. yeah. I think. Well, she is the daughter of the Mad King. Mm-hmm. And she's always been super impulsive. I in this episode, like she took off on the dragon and kind of messed up their plans. Right. Even like she's not a team player. That's the nice way to put it. She's not. She's not a team player. I think episode two, she seemed a little selfish. Yeah. Yeah. That whole think, episode with her being selfish. I think like long scope, you know, looking at her. I mean, yes, she's a, a fantastic heroine. But she's also like a low-key villain in some ways, too. Well, she's starting to be. Yeah. She hasn't been. And, and again, maybe it's a misdirection. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's definitely not. The episode before this, though. The Jon Snow, Ned Stark, honor above all else. She's not that. No. She wants this throne no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one before this where, you know, her bad day. Yeah. <laughs> or everything in the episode went against Danny's her. Danny's really, really bad day. <laughs> yeah, that was episode two. That should have been, that's what that should have been called. <laughs> Danny's bad day. Everything in it was against Everybody her. Everybody hates me. Everybody's against me. Mm-hmm. It all sucks. I'm going to go talk to Jon Snow and he'll make me feel better. Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, nothing went her way. Absolutely no. not. No. All right. So I uh, like the episode two. Uh-huh. Except for what you just said. More people should have died. So that's worrying me. All right. I am okay with it because, and I've been, I, I'm not the only one that has this theory. Let me pull this up too. I've been, I've been watching a lot of YouTube. <laughs> but, um, I think I originally started thinking like this when I watched a, a, a video on ideas of Ice and Fire, that's the YouTube channel, about why Cersei is the best character. I love Cersei. So that, of course, got my attention. And looking at, like, the long game for Game of Thrones, she's the main bad guy. She's always been the bad guy in the background just gaining power all the way through this. She is who they've got to defeat. So, and, and she's well, coming, that's coming easy. their way. Well that's, e- well, that's easy to say now that this episode's over, but uh-huh. before this, I thought the night King was the ultimate bad guy, but no, after this episode, it's obvious what you yeah. said is right. Yeah. Yeah. That they all think that, that she is now. Yeah, well, that is King. that now is a, a video that's been out for a while, and another one. Uh, oh, and that's about been this out for a while. Is, yeah, 
Yeah. Well, they were well, they were clever to catch that. Yeah. Because again, I don't know. I'm probably not alone, but I think most people thought the Night King was the ultimate bad guy. I think guy. so too. I think I think that was an intentional misdirect. I mean, mm-hmm. he he's a huge bad guy. I mean, my God, that episode, everything was going so wrong. And if there hadn't been like the perfect <laughs> series of events, everyone, everybody would have died, you know, and it would have been just the Night King marching on in. Yeah, it would have. Yeah. So, you know, and, what, and what's the Night King? What, would, what was his like, like, what was his end game? What if he conquered the whole world? And then he's just walking, and then he's just what? Then he just hangs out with his little undead minions for a million years? Then what? I guess. That's that's pretty boring. I guess. I guess. I mean, but all we have to go on, though, (laughs) because now he's dead, is what Bran said. And I think they're going to leave that to there's a prequel series that's supposed to be coming up i'm just so, saying even if he had won he'd have had a boring eternity oh yeah just, oh, walk, yeah. just walking around riding his undead horse looking around well he has an undead well had an undead dragon that'd be boring yeah he rides dragon once in a while i'd get don't old. dare say riding the dragon's boring <laughs> i think he'd get bored with it after a million years if he would have won no, oh, well, he's been a good bad guy, yes. and there was some pretty good misdirection. His picture, I mean, that is that is that other kid, the kid that can't move his legs. What's his name? Bran. Bran. That is Bran in that costume. They changed how the Night King looked in some season and started making Bran wear the Night King crap. I think you might be right. So they yeah. did that as a little bit of misdirection. That's why everybody, including me, thought that somehow Bran was the Night King or he was going to become the Night King. Well, I, I, but, I've read that. I've know. read that as far as like trying not to spoil the ending, they f- filmed like a couple of different endings. Like even the cast isn't completely sure how this goes. Well, that's good. Yeah. And I don't mind a little misdirection. I think that's. Oh, I think it's fun. I think that's part of it because they realize. Thousands of people are making videos and recording podcasts talking about this. Right. You know, this is all right. Humankind grew up on stories. That's like stories have always mattered to us. Like there's, you know, the the Greek coliseums. I mean, the plays, their dramas. It's always been important to us. And this is important in this time. Right. And we got three more episodes of it. I know. I did learn this as I was uh, reading through my stuff on this. Um, apparently, there's been several cameos by musical people. Uh, All right, or people yeah. in general in Game of Thrones. Most people know that Ed Sheeran or yeah. Sheeran, how you pronounce his name? Yeah, Sheeran. Sheeran. Uh, people usually know about him. Yeah. But there's been other people in this. In this episode of All People, fellow hillbillian Chris Stapleton. He's one of the, he's one of, I keep wanting to call him like Night Walkers or whatever, Walkers uh-huh. from uh, uh, the free Walking folk. Dead. I keep wanting to call him, you know. Yeah, I'm the Walkers. My, I'm getting my zombie genres mixed up. <laughs> it's easy to do. Anyway, Chris Stapleton apparently is one of the zombies that the Night King brings back to life just before Jon Snow's trying to get him. Oh wow! Apparently, that's yeah. You know, uh-huh. One of those is uh, is uh, Chris Stapleton. Oh, that's that would be awesome if you were a fan and you were famous enough to be like even a stand-in for a few days or something. Wouldn't that be awesome? Well, according to the article, Chris Stapleton is a huge fan, and he had his management management team reach out to these people and said, "Hey, just FYI, I'm a big fan. If there's any kind of a bit part or anything, give me a call." And by hell, they called him. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. He's a zombie. And, uh, you know, the other people in this have been in. How about, um, where is it here? I just saw it. Oh, yeah. Um, you've probably heard of the heavy metal band Mastodon. Yeah. They're in it somewhere and not particularly in this one. They've been in previous seasons. Oh, neat. And it says the band. So it must have been all four or five of the members of Mastodon was in this were they the band playing at the Red Wedding? I don't know. It doesn't say. There was, there was, I think there was a band. My article that was like, <laughs> quote, um, playing, but you know, medieval instrument. Yeah. So Mastodon, um, an Icelandic pop rock group called Sigur Ross. Okay. 
Cool. R-O-S. And then Ed, she ran. So there you go. Just a few right off the bat. That's kind of fun. That is. That is. Well, songs are important in Game of Thrones. And, and that, us hillbillies, we infiltrated one of our <laughs> owns in there. Chris you Stapleton. Just claim him, don't you? <laughs> Chris Stapleton is from Paintsville, Kentucky. <laughs> I know that for a fact. Everybody All knows. right. All right. So, what did you think of the episode? Uh, it was good, except not enough people died. So, I don't know, eight or nine, seven or eight. Man, I loved it. It's good. I really did. I was so sunk back into the couch and just like ready to sob and cry. It looked like. It looked like just the end of everybody. And I was like, it can't be all of them dead. (laughs) (laughs) Like my mind is just going over and over and over this. And then I'm pretty sure Chairman Meow had a complete stroke, heart attack, nervous breakdown when I went jumping off the couch screaming, yes. (laughs) You did like that. (laughs) Little Aria jumped in there. Yep. yep. And I, I feel bad. I didn't catch any of the clues. But like as soon as I saw her coming, I knew what was going to happen. Yeah. But like, damn, that was a good... And and I've watched the like after the episode and mm-hmm. stuff. They intentionally wanted you to kind of forget about her lurking around, but she took off with with a she did good with a purpose in mind. I thought it was kind of nice the little callback. I've seen it to today, but I didn't uh-huh. see it in the episode. I don't know. I think they said it was season three when uh-huh. she met that Melisandre. Yeah. Then. Yep. That little prediction was kind of cool. You're going to kill many people. I forget exactly how it goes. Yeah. Basically, you're going to kill many people and put. Uh, with green eyes and brown eyes and blue eyes mm-hmm. um, and something. Well, anyways, what, what, this yeah. Night King, his blue eyes, that's obviously well, fulfilling I, that. Yeah, absolutely. And I kind of like now looking back on it, it's like, yeah, that like she, Melisandre definitely planted that idea, you know, kind of gave Arya the push to, oh, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. You know, and and that was great. And the la- and it's funny because in the last episode the uh Arya and Gentry scene, you know, they had she was talking about the red woman then. She brought her up then. Yeah, that's right. And then the the last time Arya and Gentry met, that was when the red woman had them buy Gentry. Right. From So I thought that's pretty well written. Yeah. And a little bit of misdirection which again, I don't mind some misdirection when it's mm-hmm. when it's on purpose. Yeah, like, like when it cha- like a, like we we're just talking about the other thing, like the Infinity Stone stuff. When it totally doesn't, when it just messes the whole thing up. When it doesn't obey its own rules, right? But yeah. a little misdirection, I don't mind. Yeah, and there and they did a little misdirection in this one too, because me and you talked about it before. Uh huh. They mentioned you'll be safe in the crypts five or six times in the last episode yeah so of course me you and everybody else like well that's where the hell everybody's gonna die if you go to the crypt (laughs) you're gonna die (laughs) no crypts ended up being the safest place actually no they did come up who came you miss that the starks there was actually battle in the crypts too oh well but everybody down there survived most of them did, yeah. Yeah, I don't... But it was still like a really creep. I thought it was a great scene because you didn't know that they were for sure going to survive. And it was... Maybe that was the misdirection or okay. the or the callback. But my point is, you'd think everybody in the crypt was going to die the way yeah. they said that. And nobody died down there of any significance. <laughs> we just said it. Nobody died in this episode that big. I mean, the, down in the crypts were. Well, there were people who died, and you know, it, and yes, the main characters like slink and slunked and 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 got their way out. But that's kind of why you follow those characters because they're better at surviving things. That makes them interesting. I guess, but there was the Tyr- characters that people write in books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was Tyrion down there, um, Sansa Stark, um, the eunuch dude. Varys. Varys. Uh-huh. They were three of those specifically yeah, were down and there. Yeah, Melisandra, or not Melisandra. How do you say your name? Mm, I don't know. Missandei. Missandei. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was down there. Yeah, they had that whole, and if it I, wasn't for the Dragon Queen, you wouldn't be alive. <laughs> <she's> <laughs> right. That was a good sassy one. And all of them survived. So anyway, the crypts, like I said, the crypts were the safest place for them, apparently. Okay. So some misdirection. 
Okay, I didn't see it as misdirection because I saw the 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 they actually did have a real struggle getting out of there. So I don't see that as a a, a knock. Mm, okay, well I saw it as something. Okay, <laughs> agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> agree to disagree. That's fine. Go ahead and play. Uh, I got this voicemail message earlier this week, and we just had to share this with you with with our audience. Um, this we, is. Very threatening. Go ahead. You got a call from Momo. I did. By the local cops, as there are four serious allegations pressed under your name at this moment, we request you to get back to us so that we can discuss about this case before taking any legal actions against you. The number to reach us is 203-684-7148. I repeat, 203-684-7148. Hope you call us back if you don't. The situation unfolds on you. Thank you. If you don't, the, the situation unfolds on you. That is just the strangest. By the local cops is there. Are wow. Um, like, and and it sounds like the voice is being intentionally synthesized or disguised. I'm telling you, it sounds what just like heck? Momo. Isn't that weird? I, I was like, that oh my a, gosh, listen a, to this message I got. Damn. Yeah. Like, there's four charges in my name. You're going to pending jail. against me. Something right. <laughs> You're going to jail. Yeah, I've been bad. <laughs> Who would fall for that? I mean, I don't care. I know it's usually older people. I get it. But who? That's almost broken English, synthesized words running together. Like, who could possibly fall for that? Yeah, that is really a bad scam, isn't it? I guess. I, I, I can't tell if they're intentionally trying to hide themselves, and that's why it's so garbledy gook bad but i mean hell they gave you a phone number if it, i don't know where to report it to so i don't exactly it, know how to handle that if it wasn't that they would have my number then i would call that and just see i'm, I'm just curious. A pay phone. <laughs> yeah if there is yeah, they even have pay phones they don't anymore. have pay phones anymore i don't think <laughs> but i would be curious of what yeah this out of curiosity what that is yeah why do they start asking you for your information probably they're probably going to want your credit card and yeah. if you or if you pay me this much uh, we can make this go away i mean it sounds like a weird yeah scam it's certainly a, it's it's a certainly scam a, it's certainly a scam <laughs> and a weird one but again i just don't know who would fall for that momo sounding shit <laughs> that's unbelievable <laughs> I guess some people do. I guess you send that out to a million people. Somebody. Somebody's going to fall for that gibberish. It is. It's funny, though. It is. So, you ready to wrap this up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody a little bit of where they can find us. All right. Everybody can find us at hillbillynerdtalk.com. Maybe the website's still working. Maybe. Uh, and you can follow Hank uh, on Twitter, Hillbilly Nerd Talk, and me on Pinterest. And Facebook about once a week for me. And um, Reddit. We've got a new subreddit for Hillbilly Nerd Talk. Oh, okay. That's news to me. Yeah. So you can find us on Reddit. And uh, all right. Oh, here comes Chairman Meow to close us out. All right, everybody. Have a great week.